0: what is up wrestling fans welcome to episode number 499 of the smart cat moments smack talk podcast hot tags of the week where we'll be breaking down some of the ways you can burn yourself and that you can tag other people that's basically what the hot tags is mm-hmm. <laughs> we will run down the current hey. events the rumors the news the gossip and other things that have been happening in the world of pro wrestling over the past few days we got a lot to talk about that we didn't have as much to talk about a couple hours ago. (laughs) It's one of those editions. Strap yourselves in. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango. Joining me, as
1: always, is Robert E. Felice. We're here. It's another hot tag. There's another set of releases. Let's break it all down. You know, we're two
0: weeks before the quarter three mailbag. They couldn't at least wait until...
1: (laughs) Ah, Santa Ricotta
0: uh santa Mazzarella. you know we have these quarter mailbags two of the past uh ones that we had done the quarter two ones both times around were the ones that they had these releases and everything and uh i hate to be talking about this topic again but we are gonna get down to what's it like seven or eight people or so they got released today. 13 13 i don't know i lost track eventually it's <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm going to, if it's I'm one person, check. it's
0: two more than it needs to be. Yeah. But,
1: I'm going to check just to make sure, but I believe it's like 13.
0: Let's see. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twelve, 10, 11, 12, 12, and a writer is what I got on my list. That's where so There
1: you got 13.
0: So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some other course direct course correction and direction. That was, you know, course direction. There you go. Of uh some names and some other jobs in the future for people that are not uh are not in the company anymore. We'll talk about Peacock and we'll talk about pitches to WWE and some TV stuff too. We'll get into you know recapping and raw and talking about that kind of stuff. Because we're doing talking this on do Friday drop. night, you know. Yeah, we uh we got a chance to be able to actually do this on the regular time now, since AEW is on tomorrow night instead. So, we're gonna run with that as much as we can. And as always, we wanna know what you have to say about all these topics. So, drop a comment below on particularly the YouTube page. And while you're over there, hit the like button and share this. You know, hit the share button to do that with anybody who you think might be interested in checking this out. Hit the applause button if you wanna help us out on the tip jar side of things. If you hit the join button, you get access to members only content. And you're basically helping us the same way as if you hop on over to the Patreon and you donate to those tiers. They are the exact same tiers one way or the other. It's basically just a matter of, hey, do you want to help us out on this one or that one? Which is your preferred platform? I give me the options just in case you like one more than the other. But the dark casts and stuff, those are fun. Extras. You get access to that on those tiers. You get to pick a poison tier where you can request something in particular that you want us to do. And obviously, if you don't have the spare change to do that, or to pick up something on the merchandise shops on T Public or Redbubble then at the very least, if you are commenting and you're hitting the like button and you are subscribed to the channel, then that helps out quite a bit as well. You should also be following us on Facebook and Twitter and you should be checking out everything else that's happening all over the place. Uh, I will get some more plugs out later on. Let's just start diving into some things. Basically, most of what we're talking about today is related in some fashion to releases. So let's talk about the non-release things first. One of them being Peacock, is finally available on Amazon Fire TV products.
1: As well as Samsung TV products. So I'm not going to... It's not that it's the network for me. It's that it's the NBC Universal platform. And how was it not on every conceivable platform... That there is immediately. It's the NBC universal platform. NBC is one of the three main broadcast networks. How, how did they not have these bases covered? I don't know. I'm glad they're there now and we can watch the network again. Like now I still. don't
0: have to do the side load type of thing. You know, <laughs> we have to download it on the side thing. And you have to allow access to apps that aren't approved for whatever. And that kind of nonsense. I mostly check it out through my computer anyway, so it wasn't as big of a deal, but you know, plenty of other people don't have the opportunity to do that, so it's kind of ridiculous that this was only happening now after it's been how many months have we been on peacock?
2: Four.
1: No.
0: Yes? It was on uh Fastlane, right?
1: Was that in February? Was that March?
0: Uh March, I think.
1: All right, so we're we're headed towards four.
0: Should have been from the start, just like all the pay-per-views and all the TV shows and all the content, just like it should be a better thing to be able to organize stuff, just like you shouldn't have to wait 10 minutes for every single episode of NXT UK to start. I don't know why that's the case every single week where it's like, hey, tune into NXT UK at three o'clock so you can wait for 10 minutes for it to say that it hasn't started yet.
1: (laughs) You know, NXT UK is becoming... A guilty pleasure, not even guilty pleasure of mine, just like this hidden pleasure of like, nobody else is watching this. I'm watching this. It's nice. Well,
0: I don't know if this is any factor whatsoever to the whole idea if they screwed something up or whatever, but tonight, Rob and I weren't able to fast forward or pause uh, and rewind and whatever anything with 205 Live, which we were able to do for Hell in a Cell. So now I'm wondering, did they screw something up? Did they take that away? Do they just not care at all about 205 Live, which we'll get into in another part of this discussion, to where they, didn't <laughs> want, they, they purposely didn't even implement that for the show, which seems like it's more work to not do it than it is to just do it.
1: What are the odds that when WWE goes back on the road, that's when they swap 205 Live out for whatever this revamped, Evolve concept will be? I feel like they have to. And we'll get into that, too, with the releases. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, the releases aside, though.
0: But it seems like that serves no purpose other than to be a show, period. Just, you know, it's it's extra content hours, and it's just a thing for you to watch. Because NXT, for a long while, NXT was one of the selling points of the network. It's like, well, okay, well, you get access to the pay-per-views, you get all these, you know, behind-the-scenes things, like WWE Countdown, and, oh my god, what were some of the old, old, old things? Canton's the only uh, one, like uh, the Monday Night War.
1: Yeah, you know? Are, uh, WrestleMania Rewind. Yeah, like, you get access to those
0: things, and you get NXT every week. That was really, like, the selling point, other than the pay-per-views. And then of course, you know, eventually NXT stops being on there, but they have 205 Live on there, and I got a feeling it's got to change almost immediately, and hopefully they re-implement this uh, ability to fast-forward and rewind and everything, because... Hopefully
1: they just go back to their own platform. I'll say it again, and you know what? I'm going to beat this drum a few times today, because we're going to talk about that writer. Y'all ain't... you y- ain't this great conglomerate that you like to think you are. Nobody cares about your product outside of your diehards. I know that everybody likes to get cute and smart and think, well, it's not just about wrestling fans, but I got news for you. It kind of is. Look what happens every time you guys try to branch out. Look at the XFL. (laughs)
2: Look,
1: Look at the world bodybuilding federation look at the network look at how big of a failure the network was because you think you're bigger than you are it's gotta stop at some point man we will get into
0: this with the writer situation but niche markets are called niche markets because they're niche, the niche. <laughs> that's the point <laughs> like I, i'm not an anime guy you you don't have
1: crunchy roll do you
0: i don't have crunchy roll I have no use for Crunchyroll. If Crunchyroll was given to me for free, I wouldn't log in because I wouldn't create an account for it to be able to log in. And that's totally fine. Like, there are people that have Shudder, the horror-specific thing. I do. And And, uh, I'm sure somebody like, you know, my fiancé is a huge, huge horror fan. She would watch the living shit out of that. Or the dead shit, because it's horror. But, like, I will never subscribe to Shudder on my own because I don't like horror movies. And if they had, you know, a thing that was just like, hey, this is all the... If I didn't own all the James Bond films, for instance, and it was like, for $5 a month, we've got access to not only all the Bond films, but there's also... We're making brand-new Bond content and spinoff TV shows, and, uh, you know, you got access to... James Bond Jr., which I've never seen a full episode of. We're going like,
1: to watch James Bond Jr.
0: You know, before I forget about it, i got to add this to the list, because I I didn't remember to add that in there. But James Bond Jr. has to be on there. James Bond Jr. For anybody who doesn't know, what I'm talking about the list for is we've been watching all the Bond films as part of a Fanboys Anonymous podcast series called A Review to a Kill which we just got done the other day recording Spectre. And now we're going to be running through a list of other options. So if you are a James Bond fan, check out A be Kill. We're going to get into fan track stuff. We're going to get into tier lists. We're going to get into Mount Rushmore's. It's going to be fun. And potentially uh, James Bond Jr. Um, but, you know, if they do that, then somebody like me, a big James Bond fan, would be like, oh, cool, that speaks to me. But if you get into... Hyalai. Some people are really into that sport. What the hell is that? (laughs) You don't even know what Hyalai is. All right, you gotta explain it now. What is this? From what I know, which I'm sure the massive uh, turnout of Hyalai fans that are listening to this podcast, I've played it maybe three times in my life, and it seems... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you hold a hollowed-out bat, and somebody needs to throw you a ball, and you need to catch it in the bat. It's like kind of uh, like you know how uh, you you got a glove in baseball, you got to catch in the glove. Yeah, it's like somebody said. Well, I don't want to hold the glove. I want to hold a stick that can be a glove. <laughs>
1: it's very <That's> weird. <laughs> You ever play with those uh, those Velcro things that stick to the tennis ball? Oh,
0: uh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> I can't think <laughs> like, of the name of it.
1: Yeah, like, that sounds like what that is to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's, it's like, you know, sure, if you're big into golf, if you're big into uh, knitting, there's going to be communities for whatever it is, but niche things are niche. And wrestling's a niche thing. It's not...
2: It
1: really is. Guys... Guys it really is It is I I swear to god it is Yeah. Peacock
0: has WWE Because it's content They don't have WWE because it's the type of thing That like Look at it this way Vince McMahon says we're making movies
2: Movies don't say We're trying to be pro wrestling And to that point
1: You could... I'll say it before we get to the writer talk. Yeah, we are going to go back to this eventually at some point, too. That's the funny thing. (laughs) It's very stressful, guys. It's very stressful to see WWE try to be this thing. Again, I love the network. And I will stake my claim. I'll die on this hill. The network was worth every penny. Still is as part of Peacock, even though they charge you Twice. They charge you once for the $5 and then once for the $4. Very weird. I wish they wouldn't. But that's what they do. Um That's they do it as two separate charges? Yeah. I only get the one because
0: I have Xfinity does the five bucks thing. Oh well
1: that, that's why you, you you do that. I but got I just, the, uh, I just
0: assumed that they just gave you the charge for whatever what it was. They actually split it up. Yep. That is absolutely insane. Again, God, why is everything so
1: insane? <laughs> Why is it one charge? For, uh, for the main and the ones for the premium. It's so annoying. What? What? Who in the hell thought that that was a good
0: idea? <laughs> Shouldn't you just get charged? Oh my god! And no, nobody follows logic anymore in this world. I swear. When we were talking about the whole Brock Lesnar beats Undertaker and when worst timeline thing, it's a joke. But my god, <laughs> does not <laughs> seem like it's just kind of reality these days? Holy hell! It's terrible. You know, maybe we all need to start wearing those uh, mustaches, like in, um, or the goatees, like in South Park, where it's like the evil dimensions, the one with the goatees, or Abed with the uh, the mustaches in Community. You know,
1: it's it's real. Is it's the
0: just... equivalent of that that everything got to where everybody wears a beard, like a giant beard nowadays? Yeah, is that proof of that we're in the worst timeline? It could be. And I used to blame Game of thing. Thrones. Now I might have to blame, like, metaphysics or something. <laughs> oh, man. it's uh, uh, Peacock's finally on Amazon Fire TV and Samsung and all that stuff, though. It took him a while. To... What do you think's going to happen first? Uh, that we're going to reach that goal of uh, whatever Biden had said about the number of vaccinations, or that we're going to get the... Well, everything will be on the network until um, SummerSlam... <laughs> Which one do you think is going to work? We're neither.
1: I think we're closer to the network. (laughs) Me too. But they still don't have Saturday Night's Main Event. They have a lot of stuff on Peacock now. They still don't have Saturday Night's Main Event. And the only reason I point that one out is because you would think that Saturday Night's Main Event is the most wholesome shit. The easiest to get through. I mean, honest to God, it must be the fact that it was 85, 86. And the music? Because I've watched a lot of old-school WWF. They were just using whatever the hell they wanted. Using Bad to the Bone. They were just using, like, the Rocky theme. Whatever they wanted. But yeah, like, I don't understand how Peacock doesn't have some of these things. I do think we get there before we get to everybody being vaccinated. Because as you know, we were supposed to be fully vaccinated by July 4th, and that didn't happen. Yeah, so, it's uh I don't
0: know people put out these um these goals in mind about we're gonna do x by y and and then Z never comes. I kinda think that um they shouldn't have done that with the whole peacock thing to begin with, but we talked about this before anyway, it's positive, but it's again the type of thing that. My point of view is always, it's not a positive to get back to where we are before that you took away and you reinstated something. It's a positive that it's no longer as much of a negative, but it's not like, I guess, it's not pat on the back good for you, it's pat on the head good. Good for you. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, uh, yeah, you went back to normal with one part of this again. Like, you know, but at least, yeah, you can log in. You wanted to put that out there in case anybody wasn't sure that that was the case. If you are on one of those platforms and you hadn't been able to, now you know. Knowing is half the battle. Now G. the. I, yeah. Joe.
2: <laughs> Let's talk names.
0: Gertrude, weird name, huh? No, That's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, you never see any Gertrude anymore.
0: <laughs> I have a mental list in my brain that I didn't bother writing down as a full list, despite the fact that I have a million lists, but a li- bunch of... Li- uh, actually, no. Now that I say that, no, I have a, I have a list. I have it on a different folder. Because <laughs> um, I, when I was writing fiction, I had a list of different types of names, like first names and surnames that I wanted to use and stuff. And I do have a list of... Well, these are only names that I would only give to a character that I wouldn't like.
1: <laughs> you never hear see any Gertrudes anymore.
0: Just like how I can't sorry for anybody who has those names, but like I can't imagine somebody like a James Bond type being Gunther. Just I can't, you know.
2: My friends call me James Bond. Yeah, <laughs>
0: mine call me Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> But let's talk about the iconics and Ruby Riot. Their names are, of course, no longer going to be the Iconics and Ruby Riot, because those are WWE names. And we know now what they are going to be. Now Ruby Riot had recently said, and this has changed over the course of the past couple of days, where we were going to talk about one story, and now we know it's gonna turn into something else. She said she's not gonna be her old ring name. And part of it is because people pronounced it differently, which is like you know what? That makes sense. Heidi
1: Lovelace? Lovelace? It's Heidi Lovelace. Lovelace. But I've, I've heard Lovelace. Wait, is it Lovelace? Which that's the no, whole No, that's stupid.
0: That's the whole thing. That's and she dumb. had said people pronounce it differently. So why the hell would I want to keep doing that? And that was just given to her.
1: She I had She also said she didn't really like it.
0: She does want to yeah. keep the ruby, though. She wants to keep the ruby, and she had pitched out some of these things that she was thinking of, and some other people like Liv Morgan even had pitched to her: Ruby Reckless, Ruby Ramon, Ruby Blue, and Ruby Vandal. But now she's changed her Instagram handle. She is real Ruby Soho.
1: I so I can't for the life of me. I mean, she was talking to Lars Fredrickson about this, but. I guess because it's not because Rancid doesn't do anything specific with wrestling. Can she just call herself Ruby Soho? Like, that's totally the name of the song where she got the name Ruby from. But, like, all right. Can she just go to AEW where they can buy the rights so she can come out to the song Ruby Soho? I'm not sold on it, but I like it just because she seems to like it. And I have absolutely no idea
0: what you just said. (laughs) because i yeah, do not I, know the song i do not know the band stuff i'm not a you know it's uh speaking to a different language to me um so to me i just hear the name ruby soho and i'm like the location
1: <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> i mean it's very it's a very expensive location if that's any indication of her booking fee but no i i think it's cool
0: like uh she's just going to go by like ruby uh Ruby Harlem or like uh Ruby.
2: Listen, Hollywood. I've been going, I've been <laughs> going down a uh,
1: a New York apartment uh, rabbit hole, and the prices, New York, you gotta stop. That's neither here nor there. That's really like a dark cast.
0: Ruby Norcal, like just gotta go through a bunch of different wherever she well, is. SoCal, she changes that, her name man. to whatever the location is. No,
1: that's that's Morrison's gimmick.
0: Yeah, that's true. Johnny Impact, Johnny Nitro, Johnny... uh, Johnny Mundo,
1: Johnny Worldwide, Johnny whatever. (laughs) Johnny Blackcraft, Johnny... uh, Johnny Elite. I'm sure he would have been Johnny Elite. He would have been Johnny Elite, yeah, for sure. But Ruby Soho, I mean, sure, whatever.
0: Yeah, it's not my career. I have no say in it.
1: I definitely still think she'll be the Joker in the uh, Battle Royale at all out. Casino Battle Royale, yeah. Yeah. I can see that being the case. She was also the Joker at WrestleMania. They didn't put the belt on her, though. (laughs) Uh, She's going to
0: be going by the Ruby Soho name, it seems. And the Iconics have trademarked the Inspiration with two eyes. Love it. Love it. I don't. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I kind of think that that would be better if it didn't have the in front of it. And there's maybe some other i words that they could have gone with. Like what? I had a list earlier. Let me see if I can find that. Put this up in like an article recently. Let me remember if I wrote it for SmartCon Moment or if I wrote it for (laughs) uh, EWN. I think I wrote it for EWN. Let me just double check about that because I had some suggestions. I went through a list of like potential other ones. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, (laughs) I wrote down, at least it's not the ironics. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I said if they wanted to be cheeky about it, they could just be the icons and they could get even closer to it. I
2: thought
0: they were
1: going to just be the iconic duo. Remember when they were that in NXT and then they
0: changed it to Iconics? I said uh, the words image and imagine. I think that that could work even better. The image,
1: yeah, I like the I. I don't know. I like it because I think they, they can still do, you know, some cheeky shit. But now it's they inspire, and they're the inspiration. And then I'm sure they're going to be an impact with two eyes. Huh. Come uh, a anniversary, <laughs> I maybe mean, they could be the impact.
2: <laughs>
1: well.
0: It could be worse, it could be better. If they like it, then that's what matters. It doesn't matter what I
1: think about it. Um, I like them. They seem right. like genuine... Like, uh, Billy Kay, Je- Jessica McKay, she had a birthday party. She turned 32 the other day. That looked like the most wholesome gathering of professional wrestlers I've seen in such a long time. Everybody was there, like uh, Cardona and Chelsea Green, uh, Liv Morgan... Natty was there, TJ was there, uh, Alistair and Zelina were there. Uh, it just looked so wholesome, you know? And I was like, ah, oh, I like seeing that these wrestlers are just genuine friends off screen.
0: Yeah, and that makes it even harder when people get released.
1: Yeah, which
0: we'll <laughs> talk about. <laughs> so let's talk about Lars Sullivan. He is apparently getting into boxing
2: now. Yeah, so Lars
1: Tolvin, another one broken by good old Sean Ross He's looking and doing some bare-knuckle boxing, and he's a big dude. I could see him really enjoying that. I hope it works out for him. You know, he's had a rough go, but if this is the thing that he can feel comfortable doing without being socially awkward, more power to him.
0: I don't know if he's going to be any good. Uh, I don't know if he has any background in that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, if he is going to do something like that, I'll potentially check it out. I've checked out some other things that I've seen over the past, like punks MMA stuff. I've checked out some Brock Lesnar stuff, but I'm not really into boxing.
1: It's more of a niche market. Well, this is bare knuckle (laughs) boxing. This isn't even like boxing. This is like, you know, we're just gonna, you know, flat out fuck each other up. It's like Rocky five shit. Yeah. Like this, some pretty intense shit. I really like Rocky
0: Five, So <laughs> it's <doesn't> not... anybody. <laughs> Rocky four though, you know, it's got a good story. If he dies, he dies. Generally speaking, the Rocky movies aren't they're not good. They are the Rocky series is good. The Rocky movies aren't good. <laughs> like you know. Different discussion for another day on Fanboys Anonymous, but uh I would recommend people checking out all the Rocky movies, but not watching them as individual movies. You know what I mean?
1: Would you be up for a Rocky watch along?
0: I still want to do a fast and furious one. Cause I've never seen them. I want to kind we of like do Go down that, do that whole, like watch them all as fan tracks and just be like, live in the madness of it and go like, cause I don't know. There's characters that apparently die and come back to life and shit. <laughs> Which is just like. Of course there are. Why wouldn't there be? Yeah, I, I want to, I want to do that at some point. Pick a poison tear. Make sure it happens. But the, um,
1: look, Lars Sullivan. If I'm being real, like I, he's not on my TV screen anymore. I could hardly care less. Yeah, I and
2: mean, I just like with any human being, as long as he's being safe and not being an asshole
1: whatever do whatever you need to do um i'm not sure if he's gonna appreciate that i
0: plugged fanboys anonymous during this in the fan no he seems to be really bothered by that before. <laughs> go to fanboysanonymous.com and subscribe and do all that kind of stuff um yeah if he ends up doing something with uh, this boxing bare knuckle uh whatever whatever it was i don't know uh i was gonna call it bare knuckle punching which <laughs> is
1: <just> like <laughs> well know. which is what it is
0: technically uh you know, I might check it out. If it does, we're not going to cover it on here because it's boxing and I, it's not a boxing site. But you know, we might just be like, "Hey, did you check out that uh, that uh, Dylan Miley." That's his name, right? Yeah, Dylan Miley.
1: Be like, yeah, check out that Dylan Miley fight." Uh, maybe it'd be safer to call him Lars Sullivan. You know. Uh, what's his name? Um,
0: Alberto Del Rio apparently is no longer going to do an MMA, which uh, good,
2: I guess. Next, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I... <laughs> Check out our that's Matt good, Rushmore money to event. to my new thing. Like I
1: just like I don't want to Brock Lesnar
2: roll it. Like come on, like <laughs> next, just go ahead, go.
0: Let's go with some pitches. Supposedly, the networks had pitched some other ideas to WWE recently outside of the things we had talked about before, like the potential of King of the ring returning and some other kind of specials. But there are two other ideas, one of them being a world
2: cup tournament and a points system. So let's let's talk about the world cup first. They've
0: done two world cup things based off of the Saudi shares.
1: Yeah. Remember that we got the whole, the best in the world. Mm -hmm. See, I can do it. And the
0: best tag team in the world were, what, the Good Brothers, and then the guy fired, like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's how WWE works these days. And I'm assuming that, of course, with with everything. And again, we're going to talk about this again when we talk about the writer with the releases and stuff. That's the that's like the main story for this week to kind of like, you know, be the anchor for everything. But I am 100% sure the network executives that are pitching these are doing the same thing that producers tend to do. There are some very 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 good producers out there in TV and movies and everything that know what the hell they're doing and they legitimately work a job that is very beneficial to the progress of a production. Like, you can get a producer, whether it's an executive producer, it's, you know, whatever, supervising producer, whatever you want to constitute it, who can really kind of help steer the ship in a way that nobody else could. And then you can get people who are listed as a producer and they don't do literally a goddamn thing. And then you get production notes and production types from network executives and everything. I speak as if I have, you know, the experience, but it seems like this is the case from everything I've ever learned about anything in the business with anything like this,
2: that are people that kind of get paid to look like they are doing something
0: rather than to do something. And it seems like with network executives, you either have somebody who's like, we're going to try to do something with this TV show, and we're going to try to do some different things, and we're going to try to do like, you know, how do we boost up things on sweeps that actually make sense, and whatever it might be. And a vast majority of people that go, how can buzzword help? (laughs) And they just like... they can be replaced with those manatees from Family Guy, you know? (laughs) And it's just kind of like, you know, I can imagine somebody trying to pitch to me for like, it's Markout Moment content. And that they would go like, hey, well, uh, what's big today? And I'd be like, I don't know. Why? And they'd go, well, you know, kids like TikTok. Why don't you do a TikTok thing?
1: I'd be like, because no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Well, like you wouldn't survive long there. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta stay relevant to some degree, right? And that's where
0: the good producers and the bad producers come in, because a good producer would do something like I'll use the TikTok example, where they would go, if I had the reach for this kind of thing, which. TV show does, instead of it just being a couple of goofs like you and I hanging out on Skype and then me editing it myself and then uploading it to YouTube. But like, if somebody were to say to me, hey, is there any way that you can incorporate TikTok into your stuff? It seems like that's really big and, you know, or the YouTube shorts. I haven't done anything with the shorts. I haven't even, I don't even know if I have the ability to do them, but I haven't tried because you know what? It's not really my type of thing. But if somebody were to say, can you do something with like TikTok? Can you do something with like the YouTube shorts? And then they would also pitch how to do that. And it would be legitimate ideas like, well, why don't you do YouTube shorts about like wrestling facts? And I'd be like, oh, okay, you know, can maybe do that. Maybe do like a speed round of something, you know, hey, we got a 30 second tournament for the quick turnaround that we want to do. Or we well,
1: like, what's the we thing got... we do if they play the game? Smart. It's not a uh, tap out.
0: Yeah, like a 30-second tap-out thing. Or if there was a TikTok thing and somebody said, how can we incorporate TikTok into this markup moment and get some kind of cross-branding awareness if I had the ability and if it was, you know, somebody was like working a deal or whatever and they were like, hey, maybe we get some of these, because uh, TikTok's basically just attractive women doing that stupid arm dance, you know? <laughs> I'd be like, why don't we have something where we kind of make fun of the Slammy Awards and they do like the stand back thing. You know, like oh, I like that but and that's like two seconds of me thinking about something, but I guarantee you, the World Cup thing was pitched by somebody that has no idea that they did these two World Cup things with Saudi Arabia, and they literally said, "World Cup equals ratings around the world. Do World Cup and poked
1: <laughs> do world cup like i <laughs> you know? I feel like they're coming at it with a bare bones idea of. World Cup sounds good. I like the idea of, hey, you know, s- synergy and international flavor and, you know, inclusivity. And they said and other buzzwords. Cup, <laughs> they said buzzwords. Cut at World calm Cup, and, and interslice. Said, and, and they said, I've done my job today.
0: And these people get paid like hundreds of thousands of dollars and stuff, too. It? It's also just maddening. But like,
1: um, I like the idea of a World Cup. TNA did this fucking beautifully in the early 2000s. They did the Super X Cup where they had the Team Canada, Team Mexico, Team USA. They did it great, and they can do something like that. They be, could be kind
0: of fun. I read up about that too recently. of just like have you know qualifying matches for who can be the person that represents each particular country. So you have like a Finn Balor against a Sheamus and you go, there's only one person who can represent Ireland. Go for it. Whoever wins, you can be the Irish representation. And, of course, you incorporate more than just those because there's more than one person from Ireland. But, like, you know, Jordan Devlin and whatever. And then you go, okay, one person from Ireland, one person from Germany, one person from Italy, one person from Spain, one person from France, one person from Canada, one person from the United States, et cetera, et cetera. That's, you know, the whole thing. I don't need to just name every country. I'm not going to be like Yakko. What's
1: your favorite... Uh, the African country, Tony. Yeah, I don't have my <laughs> list yet.
0: <laughs> then you'll get that joke until Spectre comes in. <laughs> yeah,
1: stay tuned to the Review to a Kill podcast.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Del, and I'm plugging another thing. Um, <laughs> the uh, the World Cup thing could be kind of fun if they did something like that, and if they made it something that mattered. But if they just slapped the, world, world, uh, the word World Cup... Onto a regular tournament, nobody's going to give a shit. If it's the Kuwaiti Cup again, you know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, which like literally
1: meant nothing, nothing at all, <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. Let's hear it for our new Kuwaiti Cup champion, this inanimate carbon rod. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, really don't insult
0: uh, Ahmed Johnson by calling him inanimate. <laughs>
1: That's where we're going with these releases. It's going to be Carbon rod, Right. That's like,
0: they could do it if they did, wanted to do it well, but they probably don't want to do it well, so then why even bother doing it? Because it's really not going to make that much of a difference. I don't think that slap in the words World Cup on, hey, on Monday Night Raw, we're going to have a couple more World Cup matches. I don't think people are going to suddenly tune in. I
1: think it works as a Peacock exclusive. Listen, the best thing they ever did was the Cruiserweight Classic.
2: That was done so well. That was so, so was, much fun. May Classic is fun. You
0: know. Love to see another one of those. Of course you can't do it if you don't have people. But you know. What's that? But logical. <laughs> but yeah like. I I don't know. I can't imagine that that really bumps up the ratings. And I don't think that anybody really was trying. To think of something I think that they were pretty much Just sort of like world cup Equals idea just do And the same thing with the point system This would be like a month or something Where they would try to keep track of points I think that that's convoluted as hell I can't imagine WWE wanting to go through The effort for it and what would it be Like What would the, uh, the purpose of everything be
1: You know R- Trophy You know Ratings give me money because We did the thing you want <laughs> What if that's how they uh, advertised it as, In WWE,
0: we're going to institute point system month. And trophy, give me money. <laughs> 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 so let's start getting into it. Because <laughs> we got to talk about it. It's the main topic. Otherwise, what's the point? WWE went through their... Seventh uh, big round of releases again for this year. They've gone uh- through... One every single month, if not more than one, per month, every month, except for January.
2: It's insane,
0: just to recap, just to you know very quickly before we get into the other ones. February, they had gotten rid of Lars Sullivan, Steve Cutler, and Big Show somewhere along the way, Mark Henry's contract ended up going away. We don't know exactly when uh in March, there was Christian and Andrade and April 15th was Billy K, Bo Dallas, Chelsea Green, Kalisto, Mickey James, Mojo Raleigh, Peyton Royce, Samoa Joe, who's now back, Tucker, and Wesley Blake. So 10, 9 if you only count, you don't count the Samoa Joe thing. 10 people in February, uh, in uh, April. Then on the 19th, the 20th, the 25th, and the 27th of May, they released people. You got Alexander Wolfe, Drake Wirtz, Jake Clemens. Scott Lear story, Kavita DeVee, Jessamine Duke, Vanessa Bourne, Ezra Judge, Velveteen Dream, Adnan Verk, who just had like a job for three weeks, and Tom Phillips, who had been replaced by Adnan Verk. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. That's 11 people. Earlier this month, they got rid of Braun Strowman, Lana, Ruby Riot, Aleister Black, Aleister Black, Santana Garrett, and Buddy Murphy. So that's another six people. And today, it was announced. I'll breeze through them. And then we'll come back and talk about each individual one. Tyler Breeze, Fandango. Yeah, you'll breeze through him indeed. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Arya Devari, Tony Nese, Chase Parker, Matt Martell, August Gray, Samir Singh, Sunil Singh, Arturo Ruas, Gert Stallion, Marina Shafir, Killian Dane, and Tino Sabatelli, And a writer who we will talk about after we talk about the other ones.
1: All right. Who do you want to
0: start with? Let's go alphabetical. And then uh, you know, we're not going to go alphabetical. We'll bounce around okay. <laughs> you know, arbitrary alphabetical. Why would I even bother with that? They gutted 205 live. They Ooh. absolutely gutted it because there has not been. I tried to track back. I couldn't find I stopped doing it because I was like, you know, at this point, I just don't want to dedicate the time to it. I don't think that there's been a single episode of 205 live that didn't incorporate one of these people in three years. Yeah. Uh, Most look, of what was 205 Live was Aria Davari and Tony Nice, Everrise, and the Bollywood Boys.
1: Yeah, before they got the new blood, like the August Grays, who they released. The The who they released. The 205 Live was literally the Bollywood Boys and Everrise program.
0: Yeah. And it and- was like Bollywood Boys and ever teaming up in weird things against Davari and Nice. Like it was these six guys with August Gray as like the other guy and Kurt Stallion as the other guy. And they've had a couple people like they have been using in the past like three weeks. Asher Hale, Grayson Waller. Uh, Jiro, who has been teaming up with August Gray against like the Bollywood boys and Davari and He had
1: his first singles match ever last week. <laughs> it's a good thing that uh,
0: Jiro and Waller beat Davari and August Gray tonight, right? You know, but like Davari, let's talk about Davari. Uh, I think that he could have done more. I think that they missed their opportunity to bring him into the proper main roster as part of a tag team. Because I think he could have been a great tag team guy at the very least. Whether he was paired with his brother or with like, I wanted a stable really badly at one point. I was like, man, how cool would it be if we had a stable of like everybody revolving around Jinder Mahal? You got the Bollywood boys, you got Davari, you got, uh and share at the time and just make it go old school just make it the whole like you know well we're following the guy who was the WWE
1: champion like
2: is do you Jinder Mahal remember, like you know
1: it's do you remember when 205 Live had the Zo train and it was like it was, was Hodgepodge
0: Enzo, Enzo Drew Gulak Arya Devari was Kendrick
2: in it
1: and, uh, no, I don't think so. Niece, Niece was in it. It was just like this random hodgepodge of guys. Look, first of all, I thought 205 Live was awesome when it first started. Yeah. I liked the different colored ropes, the little light things that were like Five Live or Cruiserate in the corner. I liked that stuff. And they just stripped it away and made it. I don't know. Here's another show. It's like Superstars, but we have a weight limit. Um, it's a shame that all these people who carried the brand are just gone, but like, let's just get into it. That brand has to be going away because Sean Ross of Fightful reported that, I don't know why I said that. Like, I don't work there. Who reported, uh, <laughs> um, listen, they're going to put more of a focus on the Cruiserweight title in NXT, as seen by Roderick Strong deciding to date, uh, return by attacking the Cruiserweight Champion. I think if you put it on the brand, you know, do you need five Live? Or can you make that another program? I've been saying for
0: a while, I kept saying Stomping Ground should be brought back, but once they did the whole thing with purchasing evolve and potentially doing that evolve. is a purplish logo. Just keep the purple thing and just have the purple brand and have it. NXT evolve. And it's simple and easy. It's superstars for NXT. You put the people on
1: there. She deleted the tweet, but Brandy Lauren was like, it's okay. uh, Anthony green. We can always go back to teaming and evolve. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) wait, like, uh, it has to. It absolutely has
0: to evolve into that kind of a show. The weight limit is pointless now. Just have the Cruiserweight Championship be another championship. Factor it into NXT. You can have it compete on either show. And just make evolve, the NXT Evolve thing and just do where you can have more than just the Cruiserweight limit. Cause there's nothing stopping you from having more options and better potentially, you know, coverage and everything to have a women's match on the damn show <laughs> or to women- have, you know, the NXT tag team championship is defended against some NXT evolve young and up, uh, up and comer types or whatever the, the, what are the names? The creeds, but uh, Creed and
1: Julius. Yeah. Uh, and, hold
0: on, Butch Reed, and
1: yeah, <laughs> you yeah, for sure his name's not Butch. No, That's uh,
0: Brutus. Brutus, yeah. But I, I said before, I, I'm always gonna keep calling this guy Butch Reed for some fucking reason, and it, it happened again. So I, I want this guy to be Butch Creed apparently. <laughs> but like, uh, we talked about that before. But it seems like this is now. It can't possibly not be the death knell.
1: 205 has to be dead. Now, granted, they have issued the Diamond Mind that are going to be about that. They could always make Kushida a focal point at 205 Live. They do have Hale and Waller and Judo, but do we really want this? What do you mean? Like, do we really want two or live? I no, don't. No, that, like, they have to get rid of it. And like, look, I'm not saying put people out of job. I'm saying replace bad concepts with good concept. Yeah, and not even necessarily good concept. Just replace it with a functional concept. Because two or five live stopped being functional a while ago. I do want to shout out Tony Niece, who was released and who said, "Look, I don't care how unwatched or underappreciated the show was. We all." Gave our heart and soul for two oh
0: five live. Oh, and, and it shows too. That's the thing. Like the the product for two oh five live, the problem has never been the wrestling.
2: They those guys are fucking great. While we're here, favorite two oh five live memories, like <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> they haven't officially killed it. Well, I'm gonna act like they have and say it's, like, well, it's, my it's been kinda dead
0: for two years, but
1: uh Mustafa Ali against Buddy Murphy, bro. Yeah. That was a match.
0: You drew Gulak's whole PowerPoint presentation character,
1: fantastic. Uh, Brian Kendrick in the early days, really good. Alicia Fox, Alicia Fox, <laughs> really fun. Noam Dar, I still like Noam Dar. You know, I love Noam Dar. I wish he was still around in uh, the states. I was gonna say he's in the next UK like every week. In the states, I said a lot UK. I like you, UK.
0: It's like ah, uh, we hardly knew ye. He's in the next UK. <laughs> he's got the champagne supernova. I love that move. <laughs> Good song too, Champagne Supernova. I love that. But yeah, two or five live is at a point now where they just can't fundamentally still keep this going. Because what are they? I mean. I say that knowing full well next week, it's probably going to be, Hey, it's Ikiminjuro Minjuro against Asher Hale and it's Grayson Waller against. Um, yeah. Ari <laughs> Sterling. Oh, fuck. that's oh, the other it, guy.
1: There it is. Yep. Cause there's uh, like with, four people. And they'll so. put Trey Baxter and uh, Christian Casanova, whose name is who fought Adam Cole this week, Tony. What's his name? Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes, that's
2: the name. to uh, Yeah, well, he fought for the belt against Kushido last week. Oh yeah. Huh. Uh, the, they also have
1: Ashanti the Adonis. Right. So he's he's moved up in the world. They also have Tyler Breeze. They don't. They also have uh, oh,
0: no. <laughs> Kersalia. They don't. They also. <laughs> Uh, Looking at the, I don't know how the um Have their weight limits right now But uh, ignoring the main roster Like the Finn Balor types that would be On the main roster and the people On Raw and Smackdown or whatever I mean Adam Cole Is not going to be in that kind of position I don't think Austin Theory is under 205 But they wouldn't put him in there anyway uh, um, What's his face is Gargano is Because
1: he's in the Cruiser right. Classic yeah. So is Chopo
0: for that matter well, they're definitely not. I mean, they
1: got Drake Maverick. He's going to need something to do. So let's make him the GM again. They've got Jake Atlas.
2: Oh, yeah. He's under
1: 205. Uh, Isaiah Swartz Scott. I think that there's better things to do with him.
0: Yeah. They've got Joaquin Wild and Roel Mendoza. Whole, uh, Santo Sescobar. Carry Cross, no. <laughs> At one point, uh, Kyle O'Reilly was under two hundred five, but of course they wouldn't put him in there. If it was
2: a anyway. more
1: featured championship, like the way that New Japan looks at the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, they could totally do it.
0: Right, like a Pete Dunn could definitely do it, but they're they're because he's, he's literally that. the bruiser weight. Right. Same thing for like Oni Lorkin's not going to probably wrestle over there. And uh, Ciampa used to be the 205 kind of limit thing, but um, Wesley and Nash Carter, maybe Trey Baxter, you mentioned. Um, then of course, we have people in the NXT UK, but they can't really just pop right over. I don't know about some of these other people, like I don't know the weight limit of Cal Bloom or Chance Barrow or Adam Axted or whatever. Obviously, not Parker Bergerot, Daniel Vidot, maybe Zion Quinn, but like. In any fashion, all it is is duct tape in somebody's wound and saying, we'll get you to the hospital. It's not actually going to be a good show beyond the wrestling in any fashion more than it was already. They don't care about it. Potentially not even enough to give it the rewind button this week. But like,
2: just kill it. It's already dead. Who are you to doubt duct tape? Duct tape can hold some
0: things together, but it's not going to be used at the hospital. <laughs> you know?
1: Fair enough. Not unless you're in
0: some post-apocalypse scenario, which kind of feels like that way, the way that Nikon's just releasing everybody. But
1: Well, let's talk about some of the other names. Uh, well, yeah, well, So
0: like Ari Divari, I think he could have been a tag team guy On the main roster I don't honestly expect that he could have won Even like the Intercontinental Championship But I really liked him So I wish he could have All these people I wish that they could have done better That's just blanket statement I wish that things would have worked out better But let's talk about August Gray
1: Damn shame
0: When did he get huh. uh, signed? October? Because I know Sound Kurt Stallion mouth. got signed in October
1: didn't even make it a full year. Put on a five Live. Immediately got the number of contendership. Didn't have the match for like three months.
0: Right. They just kept not doing it. It wasn't when he was injured. They just didn't give him the match. And then they eventually just did. They just were like, yeah, he, he'll just do it now. And he'll lose. And then we'll just move the fuck on. Which I, I don't understand how. I've tweeted about this. I said, the way that things are happening in WWE this past year or so. I recently just bought a green screen, a boom arm, and a shock mount. I haven't even got the uh, boom arm yet in the mail. But, like, imagine if I would have just bought these three things over the past two weeks and then said, hey, I'm not doing the podcast
1: anymore. (laughs) Now, in fairness, that's a conversation I could totally see you randomly have it because you woke up one morning and said, all right, I'm good. But <laughs> well,
0: that's a, a story of the frustrations <laughs> in life and just wanting to, you know, blow your brains out. So that type of things, but, <laughs> but that's a different type of thing. WWE should not be in that kind of scenario,
1: but it's like, now, granted, I get what you're saying. You can't tell me that you put this amount of effort into Rise and you, we're so stoked about hey we're putting them on youtube and they're moving up in the world to go they're gone
0: that's the example that i used in the tweet too because i was just like they just gave these guys the pre-pre-show of the takeover and then a youtube show
1: episode one (laughs) it's an 18 minute episode go watch it because that's the end of the beginning and the end. They're like, hey, buy
0: our mugs. We've got mugs now. If you want to buy them, like, you know, whatever, this kind of thing.
1: Uh, Chuck Taylor posted, this literally just came today. There's a picture of the mug. (laughs) And it's like, the Punk, I think, said this. The
0: left hand's not talking to the right hand. They got to fix this communication problem. Because this is way past you know, well, there's one instance of a person who we thought was going to go into this direction and then we ended up releasing them, like Santana Garrett or something. This is full-blown. Clearly, departments are not talking.
1: As is evident by the numerous reports that, hey, they kind of feel like they let go of Aleister Black too soon, and hey, Triple H... He's trying to get Samoa Joe back, and he's actually fought to get some of the other people back, but it hasn't worked out.
0: It really feels like, and of course we don't know because we're not there, it feels like Vince said, I don't fucking care. Nick, do what you want. And Nick was like, all right, who can we get rid of? We just want to make the company look better for financials i still think that they're selling the company and it's literally like you might as well not even have the person's name on the document just blanket fire them whatever unless they are a list of like 10 people probably they're potentially on the chopping block and somebody like a kurt stallion you look at that and an august gray they just hired these guys It hasn't even been a full year. So they went out of their way when they were buying Evolve to not uh, hire everybody. So they said, we like this one and that one and that one, whatever. And you mean to tell me that over the course of this, these few months that they have already decided they are not worth the investment to keep on the roster anymore? but you've got other people on the roster that have been there for years and they're like, not still worth it. I don't want to pinpoint anybody. I've talked about some different people in the past about like, why is this person not gone? Relatively speaking, but like the August gray and the Kurt stallion thing and the Brandy Lauren didn't show up a single time. Yeah. Brandy Lauren's there just enough time for them to give her a name backstage.
1: They literally... uh Chelsea Blackheart tweeted when she got released, I just helped her move into a new apartment. Like, this week. <laughs> it, like, they spent more money signing
0: her on a contract and having her sit around and trademarking her name and got literally nothing out of it. So stop hiring people if you don't want to have anybody anymore. And... Everrise is like okay, let's keep using these guys and let's make a show for them and let's just do this or whatever. If you don't have any investment in anybody other than a handful of names that you think are marquee names like Roman Reigns and such, then stop trying. Work yeah. smarter, not harder. I like you. Don't see me trying to figure out new logos for retain, repackage, and release on SmackDownMomentum.com. You know why? I didn't really like the concept all that much after doing it two times.
1: So I haven't put any effort into it. <laughs> like where's that new out on limbs look? <laughs>
0: like just anything like that makes sense. And uh, the stallion uh, thing, the gray thing, the Chase Parker and Matt Martel thing. We're gonna go back and we're gonna talk about these individual names or where we think they might go too. But like the talking about:
1: yeah, that's where I was going next. The Bollywood boys they have been all over run. the damn place. They, they had a good run. I cannot sit here and say that, oh, man, it's like they were just getting started. They probably overachieved. They were in regular main events at one point with guys like Randy and Hora right. and probably even John Cena. I don't remember if Cena mixed up with Mahal at all during that time. But they got to have a bit of a run. What this said to me was... Oh, these Indian plans are on hold, because uh, Kavita Devi isn't currently with them. She said she was restructuring, but she's not currently with them. We only have one of the indusheer We have Shanky. We have Jinder. The Bollywood boys are gone. So these Indian plans have to be on hold.
0: We haven't seen Guru Raj, or Giant Sanjir, or Jeet Rama, or Serena Sandu, or... Well,
1: well, Serena Sandu wasn't with the company.
0: Well, any of the people that have been part of the Superstar Spectacle earlier this year, we haven't seen them beyond that. Except for Shanky and Veer popping up
1: twice. Good for Shanky. I've always said Shanky Mania, I'm with it. But you know... The Bollywood boys, they had a good run. They've been there since 2016. I don't know where they go.
0: Well, we'll hold that discussion until we're done talking about it. We'll go go back on that. Fair enough. Uh, Maria Shafir, she gets released on the week that her husband comes back (laughs) to the company. Essentially. Well, I mean, he never left, but you know what I mean.
1: We beat this to death. But... Do not... Assume under any circumstance that you have all the time in the world to do matches. They should have done Horsewomen, Horsewomen at Survivor Series. The first one they had. I don't care what it was or what was going on. They should have just done it. Didn't even need to be Survivor
0: Series. They could have done it at SummerSlam and just they, made it a four-on-four match.
1: You know? Do the match. Do the match. I'm not sitting here saying Marie Spiro, how can, you not re- how can you release her? Listen, she had one tag match this year. She's in a battle royal last year. And before that, she's in a match with Chelsea Green on a house show in March. So she wasn't really like...
0: I'm surprised she didn't get released earlier. Uh,
1: you know, maybe she should have gone with Duke. I don't know. Right. I think she would have been a great female addition to uh, Diamond Mind. I think... Marina Shafir should have just done something. But above all else, I'm mad that we didn't get the match, and we'll never get the match.
0: I don't get why they didn't do the match. I don't get why they didn't have Duke and Shafir go up to the main roster with Shayna Baszler and just be because her backup. What are they doing here? Yeah.
1: That's just Duke and Marina Shafir. Why, why are they here? Oh, my God. They're they, they're, they're friends with Shayna Baszler. Like we've seen it the
0: last year and a half. And you can't say it's not a matter of that they have no idea of what they would do with them because this is the simplest and easiest thing to do. You give Basler her two friends and you do the exact same thing you did in NXT. And she, they run rough shot over everybody. The three of them can beat people up. You can always have an excuse to do matches because you could always do if she's feuding with Becky Lynch, you do Becky Lynch one week against Duke and then the next week you do Becky Lynch against Shafir, and then another week you do the three of them against Becky and two partners. It is the easiest way to be lazy. Come on, it's simple. it's not that hard. <laughs> I say this every Ding. day lately. oh my god i I catch myself saying that and say what you mean, mean what you say. You're welcome for that one. <laughs> like, Every day these days. Sure.
1: Every day I'm telling somebody, yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty big on. So you mean me? What you say? What can you do? And here's the thing: let's apply that to this. Hire people with intention of utilizing them. Mm-hmm. If You hired them, use them, you know. And I think it's a damn shame that Shafir didn't get to do a little bit more. She was good in Raw Underground. I think Raw Underground was uh, was uh, scrapped too quickly. I liked. That it had it, some
0: potential it, it, to be something uh more than what it was for sure
1: and i don't know I, I was all for it i hope that she is fulfilled in whatever she does next
0: you got tino sabatelli which if you follow this story <laughs> this is a fun one of the tracks
1: so if he's already you, released but do whatever
0: so tino sabatelli is in the company for a couple of years and he doesn't really get too far off the ground. He's got a tag team with Reddick Moss who hasn't been seen in months, but he's still around. And Sabatelli is somebody that I thought had some potential to him. he has got a great look to him. He's tall. He's built. You know, he wasn't, you know, working the same type of matches as some other people did in NXT. He wasn't like a Johnny Gargano, but I think he had some potential. Eventually he gets released and he gets released after getting an injury. So it seems kind of one of those things where it's like, well, I don't know if he's going to be a background. We'll probably release him, that kind of thing. And he goes and he wrestles a match or two for NXT or for AEW as, uh, was it under his real name? Well, he, he's Sabatino Pescatelli. I remember. He was Sabby. He was just Sabby. Just Sabby. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Sabby Pescatelli. And um, it comes out with all these leaks of AEW and. We start hearing, oh, that was an NXT reject that's leaking this, whatever. And eventually, fingers start getting pointed at Tino. Turns out, it's not the case because he gets rehired in WWE
2: and more leaks come out. He's not there to leak it. Who was? Nope. Hmm. So I don't know how that
0: works out in anybody's favor, but. He gets rehired with NXT, does not show up a single time, and gets released again. So, if he pops back up in AEW, this is going to be really interesting. (laughs) Because then it'll just be like, hey, remember how I got fired and you brought me in? And then you thought I was leaking stuff? And then I got rehired and then I got fired again? Can I come back? Again? (laughs) And they'll be like, oh, remember how we thought that you had uh, released a bunch of things and turns out Sounds... you weren't the spy? Like, <laughs> just like you got to go,
1: Norm, you know, hey, it's Savvy.
0: Yeah, Savvy. Hey, buddy. You know, hey, you know how we're going to laugh about all this stuff? <laughs> I would hope that, like, Jericho if he was blaming him necessarily wouldn't have been like you know talking backstage about specifically him or something and calling him a reject or whatever because then you got to of course apologize and be like hey it wasn't you okay I'm sorry I'm sorry that I said that you were a reject and whatever and that's a thing Killian Dane's gone so
1: his Damn, uh,
0: his wife just became a superhero and now he gets. they uh, have a
1: wholesome relationship I, I enjoy seeing them support
0: one another yeah they seem like they genuinely really care about each other and everything of and course, that's so good to see you know uh nikki cross is going through her own issues with the roster right now and everything too but dane he had his shot with uh replacing fulton in Sanity. big damo comes in they change his name over to killian dane eventually sanity comes into the main roster and every single one of them has gone right now except for nikki
1: cross who didn't actually go up to the main roster with Sanity. Oddly enough. I think that's what saved her. Maybe, yeah. I
0: mean, she's still struggling, but maybe that is well, what saved her, that she's separation. She's good
1: now. Realistically, you say she's struggling. But for the last year, she was either a women's tag team champion or fighting Bailey for the SmackDown title. It was just that six-month period of her being, like, on main event with reckoning.
2: Yeah, she hasn't quite gotten
0: out of it yet, but maybe the superhero thing's gonna help.
1: We'll talk I, about I that when this we talk will about. Be Raw. a lot better than I saw people comparing it to Shorty G. I think this is better than Shorty G. Mm, well, we'll talk. Time about will it. tell. Time will tell.
0: Dane's gone though. He, uh, me, his leaving means that that's no longer a tag team between himself and Drake Maverick. So they lost another tag team in the process. He's uh, yeah. kind of a veteran. So they lost the, somebody who has been around a long time. They also of the big guy, which I'm surprised that what they like all well, their big guys. I'm surprised that somebody didn't just go, let's bring him up to the main roster and then go, we already had him on there and you didn't do shit Dude, with him. Dude, that
1: North American ladder match.
2: That first one. So good. Like, who's left? Yeah. It's Cole? Cole? A- <laughs> uh ricochet and i swear to god that's it Blanket on anybody else that was in that because uh ec3 no uh, velveteen it's... dream
1: hold on it's yeah dude it's cole and ricochet because the other four were velveteen dream ec3 dane and sullivan yeah God, that did not
2: work out the way we saw it. <laughs> and there's that also matches, uh, uh, uh,
0: Arturo Huas, Marco Who Juas. was
1: drafted to Monday Night Raw in the draft, literally less than a year ago. He was brought sure. in
0: for the Raw Underground. Didn't work out, of course. He was brought back into NXT. wrestled two matches, I think, and he got injured. And he's been on the shelf ever since. Huas is old enough that I guess that they looked at that and said, yeah, things haven't worked out. Let's just kind of let him go. But I thought he had some cool
1: stuff. I liked his matches. He should have been a big deal. Who would have thought that Raul Mendoza would be the final person in WWE
2: from Conchi, Huas, and uh, him? Well, Mendoza's not a part of that group. That was Cesar Benoni. That's he was even the worse. He and uh, over there in, uh,
1: in AEW. Was it Mendoza at some point with who else? Uh I'm not coming across anything like that. No, he was with Carrillo. My bad. Mendoza was with Carrillo. I apologize. <laughs> I'm looking up the Cruiserweight Classic
0: right now. Let's go over some of these names. This will be fun. Oh, boy. Akira Tozawa. Still there. Like 24-7 a, champion. Yeah, like a 20-time 24-7 champion.
2: Alejandro Saez, don't know. Me neither. Anthony Bennett. Hey, what's he up to?
1: He never got signed. Probably working the uh, the indies. I, for some reason, when you said that, I thought of Mike Bennett, but that's uh, not Mike Bennett. No, it isn't. It's Anthony Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what he's up to, because now I'm curious.
0: There's Arya Davari who just got released. There's Brian Kendrick, who is a producer now. There's uh,
2: Cedric Alexander. Yeah, he's uh,
1: he's doing good. He wants to be in the Money in the Bank. He probably should be.
2: Yeah. There's a... I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correct. Clement Petois? I remember that name, but I don't remember what he did. Yep. No idea. Don't remember at all. There's Damak.
0: I remember that name. I remember vaguely that I liked him, if I remember correctly,
1: but I don't know anything about it. Damian uh, Slater. Ba- By the way, I'm looking it up. Anthony Bennett, who now wrestles. Like R.H. Maybe uh, just just doing the indies. He's doing some stuff for like IWTV and. He's on those kinds of shows They're so good for him
2: I don't remember Damian Slater Nope Drew Gulak of course is great Underrated Underutilized Had a great
1: ne- match with Daniel Bryan Probably saved his career
0: Needs
2: to be
0: a lifer I want Gulak As A guy that's still around Years and years from now And eventually is one of their main trainers I want Gulak to fucking stay there Like, there was a a point during the Cruiserweight Classic and a little bit afterward where I was just like, who is this Gulak guy? I don't like him. And eventually I've gotten to the point where it's like, if I want to plant my flag down of like, don't fire a group of different people here and there. Gulak is one of those, like, don't ever release this guy. Fabian Eichner, I was a big fan of him and I've always been a big fan of him. He's doing well enough in Imperium. Imperium's down to three people and he's one of the three. There's uh, Grammetalik still around. The yep. uh, Gerv and Harv Sira, otherwise known as Sunil
2: and Samir Singh. Yeah, there the them. Ho Ho Loon. Oh, my dude. Ho Ho Loon.
1: I tried to pitch that he was the guy behind Tian Sha. <laughs> Didn't happen. To... Gentleman Jack Allagher. Next. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's Jay- jason lee damn right there is who the hell is jason? uh yeah i don't know there's this uh who's this guy johnny gargano
1: ah <laughs> uh. Oh, that's a weird So man. schlub,
0: right? You know, he probably uh, isn't one of the best wrestlers that's like been around in the past 10 years. He's right?
1: probably not like, you know, the direct understudy of Shawn Michaels. That's nah. not happening right now. Nah.
0: I, I can't imagine this guy being um, another generation's Daniel Bryan or anything. No. Yeah. Nah. There's Kenneth Johnson.
1: I remember him. Oh, yeah. When I followed uh, Anthony Bennett on Twitter just now, they told me to follow Kenneth Johnson. Surprise that he hasn't popped up in like AEW or something. He's probably really good. There's this
0: uh, Kota Ibushi guy. Who, who's Kota uh, Ibushi? He's know, not the head
1: of a uh, you know New Japan or anything right now, right? Not, <laughs> not the guy who just won the IWGP World Title at Wrestle Kingdom. Not uh, that guy. Not like uh, their foremost person in the company for the past two three years.
0: Um, Lince Dorado still on Monday Night Raw. Mustafa Ali, stole Monday Night Raw. Zoom Beller. NXT UK. Raul Mendoza doing better stuff with uh Legato Tasman than he's ever done. Then we got a guy named Rich
1: Swan. Former Impact World Heavyweight Champion. You know. <laughs> we got a guy named Sean Maluda
0: that you and I are both going, how come nobody's picking up Sean Maluda? <laughs> Why <laughs> From, like,
1: isn't Sean Maluta
0: signed somewhere? How has it been... When was the Cruiserweight Classic? 2016. So yep. since 2016, I've been like, oh, well, Sean Maluda's going to get signed, right? And then it's like, <laughs> nobody picks him up.
2: I don't, I don't fucking get it.
1: TJP. He's in what, Impact now? He's in Impact now and MLW. And he's everywhere because he's TJP and he just gets around. Tajiri. Love that guy. Son of a bitch, go listen to Paul Hammond's SmackDown podcast. Tajiri was a gem.
0: There's um Tommaso Chiampa. Oh, he didn't go anywhere, did he? Nope, not at all. Never heard of him again. <laughs> Tony Nese, who just got
1: released. Tyson Dukes.
2: i Dukes, Dukes right?
1: Tyson Dew. I'm Duke? surprised he didn't he didn't uh, land somewhere. There's a Zack Sabre Jr. guy that, of course, never went anywhere. Yeah, please. What a. I can he even wrestle? <laughs> yeah.
0: This guy, like, you know, uh, some kind of a, a Matt technician or anything.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe. I mean, that's probably not a good one. I bet you he hasn't won a single championship. since.
1: <laughs> I guarantee you he has not.
0: So the people that were in the mix to be in it, but they were like alternates and stuff and uh, replaced somebody named Zumbi. Don't was, uh, replaced by Mustafa Ali apparently. Uh, Kai Katana. Don't know. Vandal Ortigun. Don't know. What a name. Jesus Yurnay. Yurnit. Never heard of him. Never heard of him either.
1: Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I have. That's uh, Is that wolf? I believe that's Mechowulf. Look. He's got a wiki page. He is Mechowulf450. Yep. That's. Yeah. Okay. I know who he is. I think I interviewed him once, like 10 years ago.
0: Hmm. So, Never heard of him. He's, good. he's a good dude. It was Jesse Sorensen, who had been kind of... Was every him, once yeah. in a while he pops up and then kind of disappears for another eight months or something, like... Aaron Solo, who's in NX, uh I keep wanting to say NXT, who's in uh, AEW right now. He's part of the factory. So it's a weird... I uh, to to go back in time anyway. It's a completely <laughs> different sidetrack. Uh, we're talking about these wrestlers that are going. Where That's are they going to be going? Um, let's go back in the alphabetical order to actually do the alphabetical order this time and talk about where we think that they're going to go. Aria Devari.
1: Um, Impact. Impact.
0: I would lean more towards Impact or... Well,
1: maybe... Actually, Sean maybe Daivari, NWA. Sean Davari was part of Contra in MLW for like the brief period while he was laid off by WWE. So they could always just replace the one devari with the other Daivari. I could see him being great in NWA. Man. I mean, sure, but I, I don't know. I'm very despondent, despondent with that brand right now. I'm very disconnected. I'm very, I don't watch much of it, so I can't offer too much as far as the NWA is concerned.
0: Hey, we've already established I want NWA to merge and impact merge with AEW, so you know where I stand on that. August Gray.
1: Oh, he'll be fine. He'll do the indie rounds and make I think he's a lot in of indie money.
2: Guy. Yeah.
1: Uh, Everise. So here's problem with them. Their home base was Chikara, which is shut down after the Speaking Out movement. I'm sure they will find plenty of places to go, but I can name one off the top of my head.
0: I could see them
1: making the AEW dark rounds quite a bit. They could, and maybe they get a good gimmick going and they get to stay there. And I could
2: see them potentially going to Impact. Yeah, I wouldn't be against it. Kurt Stallion? I honestly
1: have no idea. He's fine. He's going to do the indie rounds. People are jumping for joy that he got released because they can, they can already start thinking, oh, cool, we get him back. I'm going to skip Breezango because we didn't even talk about them. I'll come back to them
0: because I think that they're the biggest out of this whole thing. Uh, Killian Dane.
1: He's going to do the UK hmm. indies and he's going to be Big demo, and He'll be perfectly fine. I said UK indies, but he lives here. It's probably not um, He'll do I lean more towards Impact than AEW I'll do fucking MLW They, they book their big guys Pretty well Marina oh, Shafir I don't think is going to go anywhere Time will tell I don't feel comfortable saying yeah or nay With anything with her I just think that It's not something that she wants to do Yeah, but she could still be around the industry. Maybe she sticks with B.R.E. Start and Up Up Down Down and all that stuff. Has she been on that, really? Or was that just mostly Duke? I know that they were, like, but it's the best roommates ever. So I don't know how much Marina has appeared on it. Because, sadly, I don't get to watch every Up Up Down Down thing, even though I'd like to.
2: Bollywood Boys? Impact, if they go anywhere. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe Impact. I feel like I'm tossing Impact out for everybody, but you know, that's what it is. Tuna Sabatelli. I mean, they were at least interested in him in him a little bit with AEW,
1: so maybe he goes back. I don't think he I really think gets it, signed for AEW though. Right I case. think maybe MLW. Maybe. I've said them a lot too, but this is a different class of releases. You know, this isn't like. Well, it's Braun Strowman, so is he going to go to AW or is he just going to stop wrestling? You I know? could see Tino maybe stopping wrestling. Maybe. Like, it wouldn't shock
0: me if Tino just happens to be like a, I don't know, works at a car dealership or something, you know what I mean? Okay, Tino's a little
1: bit better than Mark. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, dealership. maybe
0: he helps run one or something. Like, sometimes people just go like, you know what, I want to be a fucking uh, paralegal. Or like you know, nah, I mean, yeah, you never know. He's young enough. He's handsome. He's got money. Maybe yeah, he wants the things to I just... don't
1: have. <laughs> you know, like you
2: he's got a former great
1: theme throughout. song from NXT. <laughs> yeah, that you have that in your playlist. The money comes. <laughs> uh, Tony Nice,
0: AEW he... should snatch him up.
1: AEW is going to play around with that. Uh, Impact, he's a former x Division guy. Um, I see this thing that I mentioned to you off-air, where GCW just hires or just books Murphy and Nice, and they go, oh, look, guys, we have a WrestleMania rematch, and they just like tear the house down wherever they go. Nice is somebody that is going to be
0: a great benefit to wherever he goes. He's I think, underrated as far as a lot
1: of his talents go. He's so good. And he, listen, I think like three people, if that, can say they won the Cruiserweight title at WrestleMania, and he's one of them. So we didn't talk about Breezango. Because that's the one that breaks our hearts.
0: In more ways than one. I thought that Fandango was very entertaining in so much of his career. I thought Tyler Breeze was just great in so many ways and I absolutely hate that they both got released in multiple different fashions I mean I I think that they both had far more to offer than they were able to pass along I loved the fashion police I think uh, Fandango should have been at least like maybe the intercontinental champion or something I think Tyler Breeze he should be supposed to, yeah.
1: <laughs> so like there there's a world out there where Ty, where Fandango doesn't reveal to medical that he feels like he got a concussion and he becomes the IC champion and is the one that loses it to Big E because Curtis Axel never gets it.
0: Breeze, of course, when he came to the main roster, it seemed like that was like, okay, this guy's gonna make it. And How they set that up.
1: So let's talk about Breeze for a second. Breeze is a guy, he's one of the original NXT guys when the network first started and all that. I love the gimmick. I thought the selfie stuff, the selfie stick, all that was so good. And then you think, my God, he went up to the main roster and they were still so new at the time. That they brought him in not as just, oh, it's Tyler Breeze from NXT. They brought him in as Summer Rae's boyfriend. And he feuded with Ziggler. And he's just yet another name that Ziggler put over that Ziggler has outlasted. And he gets another chance
0: with the Breezyngo tag team. And they should have won the tag team titles. It's insane that they didn't win the SmackDown tag team
1: titles. Because they were super hot at the time. I am glad that Breeze went back to um, NXT, got to do stuff with Dream, got to do, you know, just be a good wrestler, and got to win the NXT tag team titles with Dango. Like, I'm glad they got that moment, but such a mistake. And he's one of the biggest, biggest parts of Up, Up, Down, Down. Tyler Breeze wrestled Jushin Thunder Liger. Literally nobody <laughs> can say that under the WWE umbrella except for Tyler Breeze.
2: What do you think Crazy. happens with him
1: with UUDD? Uh, I think they just keep him on. Because they'll call him Prince Pretty. Cause that's his code name, So they don't have to like, say, oh, now he's Matt Clement. Or Clement. I don't know how you say that. Um... I think, I think he should go to AEW. I think,
0: think I think that they both deserve something great, whether it's whatever they want to do, whatever they can do. I would love to see them be a part of something great.
2: Yeah, I can agree more. Uh, Breeze obviously has the this, this school
1: with Spears. That's right. I forgot um, about
0: that. That could be his, one of his major ins for AEW.
1: Yeah, they just started the school, and uh, they just celebrated, what was it, five years? Huh. What's the name of the Might school Flatbacks. Flatbacks.
0: Because Rollins been, is uh, black. Black and brave. Black and brave. I was going to say black and bold. I'm like, no, that's not right.
2: Back and black. you? Right?
0: <laughs> brave and the bold (laughs) you know whatever it might be um fandango uh good old johnny curtis with his chip on his shoulder and kind of spilled milk and all that back in the day i
1: will forever say if i can get you to sit down and watch the entire redemption season of nxt where it's just nonsense it's It's maxine and (laughs) derek bateman curtis and Bateman. I think that that shit was the funniest over in the corner. Nobody's paying attention stuff in WWE history.
0: <laughs> I, I've i been a big fan of him. I want him to succeed in wherever he ends up going. I don't know where he goes.
1: That's going to be one of those. Does he really want to keep wrestling? He's in WWE for 14 years. Yeah. That's a long time, man. He is a former winner
0: of the Sexy Superstars Tournament.
1: <laughs> a recent winner? Like, two years ago, three years ago, something? Like, yeah. there's a weird groundswell for Fandango. is a good-looking man. He beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Nobody could ever take that away from him. You were there. The yeah. hot dogs were terrible. The <laughs> whole thing. <laughs> hot dogs suck. They botched my, like... Uh, my-
0: Cheese fries. No pyro. Yeah. Didn't catch in.
2: Ryback lost. Like he just <laughs> But hey, Dango won. <laughs> the uh The
0: future for a lot of these guys is really like I wish I could say it's up to them. Of course it's not just up to them. They can't just call up a company and go, sign me, you know what I mean? But I'm interested to see where they go. We we have plenty of other people that we still have. We don't even know what's happening with
2: Eric Rowan yet. Still, right? Isn't that crazy? All all red beard. Like, it's hard to think
0: it that. Like, we don't know, of course, what's happening with Braun Strowman and some other people that were released earlier this year, this month, whatever. But there are people from last year
2: that we still have well what's going to happen with them and i assume we'll find out in due
1: time as the world begins to open up again try to look to see if
0: uh if i can find that list from i mean i know that i have the list from last year cuz obviously that's kind of the whole point but the uh the list of the releases from last year just cuz now i'm going into this rabbit hole about who do we not know where they go uh, let's see Releases from Trying to do this in a way Where it's not just going to be like Brrr, in My uh, uh, My microphone picking up 2021 No 2020 That's releases for there Okay list releases for 2020 So we still don't know for instance Oh my god I f- totally forgot about it Jazzy Gabert
2: <laughs> Oh man Wasn't she the bodyguard for somebody Jenny yeah, what
1: crazy
0: this is some of this is worded kind of interesting. If we want to go and talk about this, uh, she had tweeted out she was a free agent. Kelly, uh, Killer Kelly's WWE profile was removed, pro- possibly signing her release, uh, signaling her release. Tainara Conchi supposedly walked out of WWE February 7th, of 2020. Uh, Kathy Kelly, Matt Hardy, the revival, we're there. Kurt Hawkins, we know, EC3, Leah Rush, who retired a couple times since then, Carl Anderson, Hurricane Helms, Drake Maverick, Eric Young. Eric Young's in Impact, right? Yeah. Um, Slater went to Impact. We got some people like Pat Buck and stuff that were re-signed. We never know what happened to Sarah Stock, right?
1: Well, so she was released, but I think they're just going to keep her on the Outside for now, but you never know. Aiden English hasn't popped back up. Um, He's just doing Twitch stuff, and he's doing his own things.
0: We don't know about Eric Rowan, other than a guest appearance. Like two things. Which was a the heartbreaking Luke one. Luke Harper stuff, yeah. Uh, the clones, probably in Puerto Rico. <laughs> uh, God bless him. Sarah Logan had a kid. For her. Mike and Maria Canales bring of Honor I'm sure if you want to listen to them talk about stuff that's like every once in a while I get another story about that No Way
1: Jose is repackaging himself uh, He's just Levy, va- levy Valens. He's just kind of doing the No Way Jose stuff Rusev is Miro and he's TNT champion He you know, fucking killed it didn't he Diana Peraza of
0: course heading up the impact Women's Division We got uh, Serena Deeb NWA Women's Champion Signed to AEW Well she's not the champion now but she was uh, We got some people like John uh, Cuasto And Ulta Marino And uh, Dorian Mack, forgot about that name There you go Dan Mepha Dan Tino Cepardelli, we just talked about him Nick Camarado And AEW We haven't heard anything from Cassius Ono mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's biding his time. Cesar Bernoni and AEW. Haven't heard anything about Mars Wang, Edgar Lopez. Uh,
1: all right
2: <laughs> There's Sorry. some I'm...
0: some other names like Rocky and uh, Marcos Gomez.
1: What else is Rocky? What?
0: Yeah, Muhammad Fahim, Amari Palmer. I've never heard of Muhammad Fahim. Uh, Hussein Aldegal, Faisal Kurdi.
1: Where you get like were these just performance <laughs> recruits? Who are Pretty much, people? yeah. I think I'm
0: one of the only people that tracks some of these people. Jagula, <laughs> Curtis Axel. We haven't seen Curtis Axel yet. Still, he just fucking disappeared. He totally did. I was, I thought for sure he'd be popping up in N.W.Y. I mean,
1: How nah, that's not the case? Either he's got enough money where he just doesn't care, or he's just biding his time. Garrow and Travis Banks. Next. Yeah. Uh,
0: don't forget <laughs> Jack Elher. <Callagher>, next. Jake <laughs> Maverick got re signed. Drew Goodlock got re signed. Kane Velasquez didn't win the Royal Rumble that year. Uh, Brock Lesnar, free
1: agent. What? Wow. What a wild time. Kane Velasquez was once in a match for the WWE Championship in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And then disappeared.
2: AOP they're done oh, but retired they're not. but not retired but whatever Kairi
0: Sane
1: she's like uh, an ambassador she, she's retired yeah
0: and Zelina Vega we don't know what's happening with her right now Thea Trinidad should just totally go to AEW we've talked about it a million times man this is a fucking like whew. hell yeah and we also haven't talked about the other person who got released now this person I don't know if I'm going to say her name correctly. Kenise Mobley. Yep.
1: That's how I've been saying it.
0: She was a writer for maybe a week. She just recently got hired from WWE at the very least, and she has already lost her job. Now the reasoning behind this, and you know more about this than I do. Um, so you're going to fill in some blanks here, but she got hired by WWE. This is the, the short end of it. We'll get into some more details. She got hired by WWE, she went on a podcast recently, the Asian Not Asian podcast and she fully admitted she does not know anything about pro wrestling. She has not been following it and she said things in a way that are way worse than that as well to not even just be like hey I don't know everything about pro wrestling. One of the things we're going to get into is straw man arguments and stuff but um, you have like the uh the transcriptions of some of the stuff that she had said directly, right?
1: I do because so what happened here. A brief version of it is I had started to see the talk of this conversation on Twitter, and I ended up saying, "You know what? Let me do an article on it because it's getting traction." But you know, I was a bit perturbed. I was like, you know, I don't know if this, this is really news per se because wb doesn't hire people who are wrestling fans we know this but i ended up checking out the podcast and this was the transcription that i was able to get from it this is from um, matt man i think right yeah this is from uh
0: uh, post
1: wrestling so uh, part of it is from post post got it out first but i listened to it and added some of my own things to it so she says yes i've been hired by wwe and it's also a surprise for me that they did not require me to know anything about wrestling but i do have a background in film production and comedy writing and they're like perfect come on in which that's not bad like right i mean that's not ideal
0: but it's not too bad if that if that would ended right there. This isn't a story,
1: <laughs> right? I I feel like it probably still is just based on the nature yeah. of the wrestling industry. Nowhere near but, as big of a story at the very least. But she's she's covered because everything there is perfectly fine. It's what we know about the WWE. She goes on to say, um, "So I've got to write the things in between the matches, so like when they're walking to and from the ring, and some of the commentary that happens." We come up with the catchphrases, hand signals, or whatever. I really don't know about it. Truly, I haven't started yet, so I don't know enough about it. And if they hear this, I'm really hoping they don't revoke my offer, but I truly know next to nothing about it. So she's admitting, like, Hey, look, I'm walking a fine line here. I'm stepping on hot coals and hoping I don't get burned. (laughs) So then she goes... I'm on the Raw team. There's Raw and there's SmackDown. The people that I know on Raw <laughs> are Bobby L- I mean, his name is either Bobby Ashley or Bobby Lashley, and I really should know that. And I really she's, should know that, she says. <laughs> she she so she's super self-aware. And that's why like I I'm very uh, sensitive towards her in this way cuz she's super aware. But She goes on to basically say, uh, he's got this gang of guys around him. And she said, he's he's
0: like this giant black guy. And he and the people who are part of his crew, I know that they call, or at least as of last year, they called themselves the Hurt Business. They wear suits and they're like, we're cool. Right. So, like, what she knows about this is she saw maybe
2: a couple clips and it's like, Oh, that's what the Hurt Business was. So, for context, she has since deleted a tweet about her
1: helping make a show happen. And she's now got a private Twitter account I was lucky enough to follow before that, but she has not tweeted about wrestling since.
0: I would assume she's probably getting hounded by a bunch of things, which that's not our goal here for anybody who's wondering if we're going like to just rag and on her. that's not okay,
1: by the way. That's not okay.
0: The, but there's the, a difference between, like, ragging on her and trying to make her feel like shit, and whatever like that, and also just addressing the fact that, wait, you can't hire people that don't know anything about the product. Fundamentally, to use analogies and stuff, You don't hire a chef to cook for your restaurant if they don't know the basics of cuisines. I'm not a great cook. I know that. I can make a fucking great grilled cheese, apparently, and I can do some things. But if somebody were to say to me, what's the best wine to pair with a pork loin? I'd be like, you know, I don't fucking know. And that fundamentally makes me not as qualified to cook that type of a recipe. Right? just I would, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, that it is. She doesn't know pro-wrestling. And you don't have to be, because here's a straw man argument thing. People are doing this argument type of stuff. And this is where, I, in anything in the world these days, this pisses me off. People don't like to acknowledge the gray areas in things. People are very black and white. And there's very few things that are very black and white. Like, you probably shouldn't just murder somebody. But if you kill somebody, it might be out of self-defense. So there's a gray area, like that's just how things go, and people do this argument with somebody like the uh, kinesi or, um, where somebody like me will say she needs to know a basic foundation of pro wrestling, at least in the sense that she needs to know the damn WWE champion's name, and then other people will go. Uh, well, do you think that she should have been this like complete encyclopedia and she needs to be able to re- recite you every promo that The Rock's ever... No! You don't need to do the crazy extreme of things. I don't think that she should have taken a test where they say, name all of the people who have won the Royal Rumble and assign them the correct... Uh, time frame that they were in that particular Royal Rumble where somebody could go Daniel Bryan is the longest lasting one and he was at an hour and 15 minutes at the greatest Royal Rumble she doesn't need to know that holy shit if it hits an hour and 15 minutes I'm going to check this because that's ridiculous if that's fucking true uh, I, that before. I... <laughs> I think it's close <laughs> handy, uh, handy dandy Royal Rumble stats page at com to check it out See the, uh, the longest right so Damn it, I just off. An hour 16 and no 05. Wow. Wow, <laughs> okay. But like she I thought I was bad. She wouldn't need to know that for this type of a job. But just because she doesn't know who won uh who, who the runner-up was for King of the Ring that Billy Gunn won.
1: It's X Pac, isn't it? I don't know off the top of my head, actually. See, like this is where we get into the rabbit hole because I I won't speak for Tony. I am absolutely an encyclopedia. I pride myself on it. She doesn't need to be that. No, she I doesn't feel, I to. I genuinely feel bad for her because I wish she could have given her unique take on the industry. However, the bigger issue here to me is that WWE hired an outside source who thinks the product is a joke because they're not a fan.
0: Yeah, cuz the underlying message here is both she and WWE. She, like she gives out her resume and they either hire her or they don't. I don't blame her for shooting her shot, you know what I mean? And I'm I hope that she moves on to whatever great successes she has if she writes for her. Literally whatever, I don't care. She could write for another wrestling company and it can end up being fantastic. Like this isn't just, to, you know, it's crap on her or something like that. It's the situation, it's what we're crapping on. And the situation's there because of WWE, because WWE should not hire people that have no baseline foundation of their product because they are a pro wrestling company, no matter how embarrassed they are about it. And you can't bring in people from other realms and then have them say something like this And then be upset with them and fire them, because you are saying, hey, you're calling attention to how we are doing this, but we don't want to change how we're doing it. If you're embarrassed, you change what you're embarrassed about. If you are not going to change it, it means that you're not actually embarrassed about it. You can't have it both ways. Another phrase that we keep saying all the time now.
2: Yep. You can't say she
0: is at fault for pointing out that we hired her when she doesn't know the damn WWE champion's name. Then you go, hey, isn't that the fault of the fucking people hiring her? Yeah. Because I don't know a goddamn thing about NASCAR. But if somebody said to me, do you want to write about NASCAR? And I said, I'll take the gig. And then they go, "Hey, you don't know anything about NASCAR." And then I go, well, "You didn't tell me, or you said I didn't matter." I've gotten offers to write about football and baseball and hockey and whatever. I've gotten people, I've had people reach out to me on LinkedIn, and I'm like, "Man, I'm I'm looking for this kind of a thing here, and I'm looking for this whatever." And or they they say, "I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that," not me, uh, for this kind of thing for the, this scenario, but like. Somebody will come up to me and they'll be like, come up to me, come up to me on the internet. You know, they'll pop in through my screen and they'll say, hey, we really are looking for a sports journalist that can whatever. And I go, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm not really a sports journalist in the way that you're thinking. I'm not a guy that's going to be able to talk to you about the starting lineup for the Chicago Bulls and their standing in the NBA. I'm not going to be able to tell you how good the Mets are doing I don't follow other sports it's just pro wrestling I'm just a pro mm-hmm. wrestling pundit and people will go like oh okay well we thought that you were you know because you write for Bleacher Report and stuff and i would be like yeah I write for Bleacher Report's WWE section there's a difference you know but if right. somebody wants to pay me and they just said well it doesn't fucking matter just do whatever and then I went okay <laughs> then if they went hey you don't know anything and I'd be like yeah well that wasn't a part of the job requirement I'm not a mechanic. I don't know shit about fixing a car. And if somebody said, do you want to be a mechanic? And I'd went, do I need to know how to fix cars? And they go, no. <laughs> then I'd go, okay, I'll sit around and I'll collect a paycheck or something. What the fuck? So I don't blame her. I blame WWE. But then if they are upset about it, then the only thing that they're upset about is they're upset that it came out about how they're not anything more than pro wrestling. And it's that argument that we keep having over and over again, where WWE keeps saying, We make movies. And you're like, No, you don't. You're a pro
1: wrestling show. Stop trying to be anything that you're not. And like that. But see, it's a difficult discussion. And there are layers to it because, in that same sense, we're not saying that somebody from the outside world can't provide an interesting take.
0: Yeah, she could be a great filter for stuff. Like, yeah, absolutely. Somebody could have pitched a storyline and they could have said, What if we do this with. uh, What's the storyline that's going on right now? Other than, you know, uh, the non storylines. What's an actual Um, storyline? It's hard to think of. So
1: so they have the storyline with uh, RK Bro.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, like, RK Bro, you get a story of hey riddle is a younger guy he's teaming with randy orton who's a veteran randy orton doesn't really have a whole lot of friends riddle's kind of an annoying guy but kind of like him at the same time they team up a little bit he sees a little bit of himself in riddle you know we're telling this kind of a story what do you think and she doesn't need to know a goddamn thing about the i don't know the new rockers (laughs) Like, it doesn't How factor she in. How dare
1: not know Lee Cassidy.
0: Right. You don't need to know that. She doesn't need to go, well, if I'm factoring in that Al Snow was a part of the New Rockers and that he eventually went on to carry around a mannequin head and, you know, whatever. Like, but she can potentially, and anybody else in her position, could maybe say, okay, well, if you're telling a story about two friends and they're kind of frenemies and they're kind of this and whatever, maybe we go in this direction. That could be a great asset for somebody who's not just going to go, that's very similar to the NWA story back in 19-whatever. Like, you know, But you yeah, can't treat yeah. it like it's not still pro wrestling.
1: Absolutely. And I think it's a shame that she didn't get a chance. And I do hope that one day more people that look like her and more people of her background get a chance. It's just that all parties here kind of – went in blind, and I think they could have done better.
0: I kind of feel like this sacrificial lamb thing happened here. She just got the job, and then she goes on a podcast, and she's like, I don't know shit about what's going on, and then they fire her. It kind of seems like if somebody said, we invented this thing called a grenade, we don't know what it really does, and somebody said, well, jump on it. (laughs) (laughs) And then they went, oh, damn, it just blew her the fuck up. All right. Well, Johnson, write down on your, uh, your notes. Do not go near <laughs> like mm-hmm. future writers. Maybe don't go on a podcast and say, I don't know the WWE champion when I just got hired by WWE and WWE. Mm-hmm. Maybe hire people who know something more about the product and aren't coming in, not knowing what they're getting into really like, I can't help but to feel like maybe she put her resume out there and got this so that in a year she could go to another job. You know, that might be the case, but it kind of feels like it when people do this.
1: I think WWE was attracted to the Tonight Show, Mm -hmm. and they weren't worried about much else. Because they seem to
0: think that they are with, like, the peacock thing and stuff. They they seem to think that they're like moving on up in the world. And we're gonna just get regular writers. We don't need that wrestling crew. we need the uh we need the writers from Hollywood to come in because we're Hollywood. We're just the Hollywood of this side of thing. It's you gotta stop telling yourself that you guys aren't Disney
2: absolutely, and it's okay that they're not too absolutely because they are a niche product, and there's nothing wrong with that niche. Niche products
0: are niche because they're niche, and there's people and who good things
1: are good because
0: <laughs> we mentioned the the other stuff you know shutter and crunchy roll and all that like it's just know what you are or what's that quote from a uh, community? you've watched community right?
1: I couldn't tell you the quote off the top of my head though
0: uh i know I know it I have it somewhere. let me find that real quick. It's a Jeff winger quote, and it's um I don't have it in my list here. I'm looking on my evernote here uh. You all, oh wait, no, (laughs) that's a different quote, different quote, but a good quote. You are all better than you think you are. You are just designed not to believe it when you hear it from yourself. That's not the quote I was thinking of. The other
2: one was, so do you try to evolve or do you try to know what you are? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. another
0: great one is I feel like flying doesn't mean I want to jump off rooftops. (laughs) Cutity (laughs) is a great show for most of its run. But yeah, this whole situation is very telling about a lot of things. It's telling about how they go through the hiring process. It's telling how they view themselves. It's telling how the writers
2: in media view WWE as lower kind of stuff. And that's why they should hire me. I'll close in then. Hire me because I know stuff.
0: And I'm organized. And I'll tell you the shit that you need to hear.
2: I'll gladly take 2% of your paycheck, you're welcome <laughs> uh, 1% 1.5 uh, 0.3 oh, That's not how you <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes you can get away with some kind of things like that I got a friend that used to sell things in uh, elementary school, he would say 1 for 2, 2 for 5 <laughs> and people would fall for it <laughs> That's a different discussion for another day, but yeah, that's uh, that's the Mobley story. We could get into a lot more things.
1: And, I um, wish her well. I've been saying that that's such a hollow thing for somebody I don't know, but like I do, I really want her to succeed in whatever she does next, and I'll yeah, be rooting for her. I don't
0: have anything against the girl. I don't know her, but like,
1: of course not. Uh, but you're a logical
2: person.
0: Yeah, you know. Imagine that. <laughs> Let's talk about the TV stuff, though, because we got a a chance to be able to talk about that. Let's see if we could do any of these things better, like maybe, I don't know, not have Eva Marie team up with uh, Piper Niven, act like she doesn't exist as Piper Niven, give her the name Dewdrop, and then act like they're going to break up already?
1: So (laughs) I, Ah. (laughs) so I, I think that they did okay here. I liked the setup for it. I liked the backstage segment. Where she's ready to go. My name is Piper, and even Mary goes, No, nah, no, nah, you're dewdrop now. <laughs> she should have booped like, her on the nose, and she's like, Uh, no, I like that. I like that there was some immediate tension. I don't like that Eva lost the match because Piper and everyone was already like, Oh, I see you fucking with me. I'm done with your shit already.
2: Like, you just started, they didn't have. But- A week of it. So that leaves a lot to be desired. Again, to use another
0: analogy of just like a Marvel type of thing, because I have Marvel on my brain right now. Spoilers if you don't know who the Green Goblin is. Imagine if the Spider-Man comics, or any story, would be like, Hi, I'm Harry's dad, Norman. Also, I'm going to kill you Spider-Man And then you go, well then I, I'm not invested Because
1: he's just <laughs> There's no story there Yeah It it made me feel like They're trying to rush to an ending mm-hmm. But they still kept the name Dewdrop, so what are you rushing for? Like they
0: didn't even finish Completely signing the A Like they didn't cross the A And they're like, wait do we get to the Z Nope We got Money in the Bank qualifying matches. Thankfully, they thought well enough to give Money in the Bank qualifying matches in there because it's the simplest and easiest thing to do, and they sometimes don't do it. But it's a way to just kill a bunch of hours. Guy versus guy, girl versus girl. Wonder gets into match. There you go. So Ricochet beat AJ Styles. And they did this thing. This was like the theme of Monday Night Raw, which was all the upsets happened. Yep. Like Ricochet beats Styles. Morrison beats Orton. uh, Riddle beats Drew McIntyre. Asuka and Naomi beat Eva Marie and Drop, despite the fact that Eva Marie and Drop seems like they should just win because they're the brand new like, uh, story kind of thing. Well, if you could call it a story. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, they're not friends anymore, but they beat Jackson Baszler.
1: It's kind of weird that they did the tag team things for the women, wasn't it? Yeah, but I thought it was an easier way to get it done. Yeah, Because now half the field is already in.
0: We had a bunch of people complain that they weren't in qualifying in the matches. Jenna Mahal, Jeff Hardy, Cedric Alexander. But it doesn't seem like that they're gonna get much of a chance.
1: I have both somebody's clearly gonna take out somebody and take their spot. Maybe that's how Mahal starts his feud with Drew. I'd like to see Jeff get in there, but overall, none of the raw options impressed me. Like they don't feel like that moving up the ranking vibe. Like uh, we were talking about with the Mount Rushmore the other day. And I kind of think it's got to be Biggie. of oh, the four that are set, I think it's Biggie.
0: Well, McIntyre, Orton, and Styles are going to be in a triple threat match next week to determine who gets to the last spot on Raw. Depending on what their plans are, because I'm hoping that there's like a plan here, and it's not just like we'll figure it out by next Monday. I could see a scenario where maybe Hardy, Mahal and Alexander get in and it becomes a six man. Like a six pack challenge kind of thing. Or I I think Mahal tries taking out McIntyre. I could see Mahal trying to get McIntyre out of the mix and replace him. And maybe McIntyre interferes in the money in the bank match and costs Mahal, you know, maybe they do something like that between if it ends up just being styles or McIntyre, one of them just flat out wins. Who do you think is the fourth? It is Styles. I think Orton.
2: I think Styles is just better. I think
1: Styles has a shot at winning. As it stands right now, I think it's Big E and, or Ricochet.
0: Because, see, Styles and uh, Orton, or Styles and Omas, have this thing with the Viking Raiders. And Orton's got this thing with Riddle. Riddle's in the match. I could see a scenario where Riddle and Orton are in the match and it's like Riddle is trying to climb up and Orton's trying to climb up and then it ends up being like, hey, bro, like,
1: hey, so, look at that.
0: We're both kind of climbing right now. What do we do? We got to fight? Like, you know, that kind of thing.
1: And you're probably right. But my thing is, we, we just had a conversation the other day about the importance of putting it on a new guy and how, like, Calum had shut down this idea that I had to put it on Edge Just for the sake of you know lineage and reestablishing the briefcase, there's nobody new. I do
0: think that we might change our opinions when we get closer to it, and we'll cover things like that. But the only person on SmackDown tonight that qualify with Big E, and we know next week, and I think he's got a good shot. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to fight in a Last Man Standing match. One of them is going to get into this match. I am still leaning towards Big E. And I still think that Big E versus Bobby Lashley makes a lot of sense for SummerSlam. But I'm not going to, like, you know, stamp down. That's the one and only decision because we don't know who the other people are.
1: Well, I will say this. There was a rumor earlier this week that, hey, let's put Big E on Raw with the New Day. Imagine that. Let's put him with the New Day. Yeah,
0: let's put the guy that's in the New Day stable in with the New Day. <laughs> you know?
1: um, I like E. But even E, like even E is kind of, what is he? Mid thirties? Like, had. So is Riddle. I'm not sure how old Ricochet is, but he needs some rehab done to his overall character.
2: Well, let's be honest. Ricochet's
0: know. in
1: there to do a flippy flip. Like, yeah, he is. And there's live crowds. So he's yeah. going to do a 630 and it's going to be cool.
0: Kind of cool if they actually decided to push him though.
1: But I'm not banking on it.
0: Well, they're going to push him off the ladder. <laughs> Uh, Mark Coffey beat Shaw Samuels. Looking at some things with Matt's uh, UK. Part,
2: Matt,
0: Ilya
1: Dragunov, uh, Brendan Brown, do 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 do. and Joe Coffey <laughs> and, <laughs> I had such a beggar three way dance. Like, th- this show has the best sleeper matches because nobody's watching. It's so well, it's, good.
0: We're going to get Dragunov and Walter again which they yeah. beat the shit out of each other the last time, so that'll be fun.
2: And they're going to do it in front of people. It's going to be great. Hopefully.
0: Maybe Dragonoff
1: wins. Maybe Dragonoff wins. Or maybe Finn Balor confronts Walter.
2: Which... Yeah,
0: that's another thing, because we haven't seen Balor in a little while. Um, Rohan Raja turned heel. Yeah. He's teaming up with uh, Taoman now. Blair Davenport is the thing. Blair Davenport probably be a
1: priestly. There are people who would think it's Be priestly I'd be surprised, but you never know. Oh, uh, I think that it has to be. They're gearing up for a takeover. You can tell. There's a... Uh... I don't know when it's going to be, because they're supposed to do Ireland,
2: God knows how long ago. But uh, they're gearing up for a takeover.
0: There's no guaranteed, like... Miku Satomura versus Ava Valkyrie thing set up, but like, there's those two. There's Amelia McKenzie. You know, there's, there's, there's Don. There's options to do whatever they they want to do with you know, Pretty Deadly versus
1: so and so, cetera. Pretty Deadly versus Subculture. I dig the subtle changes to Subculture. I really dig NXT UK. Like it's it's a you know why, Tony? It's an hour. It's a one hour show. Imagine that. Get all that good stuff done.
0: We got a newcomer on NXT itself this week, Electro Lopez. That's the a name, It's a very like uh, adult that's, that stands out name. You know, like I as we've been talking a lot about like oh, uh, if it's you know James Anderson or whatever, and you're like, this is like so bland. Electro Lopez. That's cool.
1: Carmen Electra, Jennifer Lopez, you mash them
0: together. (laughs) Uh, Robert Stone brand seems like they might be leaving Robert Stone soon to go with Frankie Monet.
2: The way it seems like
1: they're going babyface. I'm also good with that because they they know they're getting people again. And Johnny is babyface. I've been saying for a while, Austin Theory
0: is one of my absolute favorite things in WWE right now.
1: Personal things
0: aside, I'll agree with that statement. He's like his character work is great. This meathead idiot type of character, and like just the little jokes that he has. I absolutely love what Austin Theory's been doing. And I liked Gargano, for instance, being like apologetic to William Regal and being like, I brought you a president. Here's a,
1: a pencil. <laughs> Since he had broken the pencil before. <laughs> So have you seen speaking of NXT carrying crosses the entrance from main event
0: and how bland as hell it is.
1: Yeah. Since
0: it's literally the guy comes out to his music.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm not shocked.
1: Now here's the thing. Ding. Um,
0: I've counted <laughs> at least four.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, here's here it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have had the damn match aired if he was just doing a dark match Walk into the ring don't do that cause you're just literally gonna be like you're sending the message that he's just gonna be a guy
0: but see I think that they just don't care I think that they're like why would we go ahead and do all that he's on the main roster whatever it's just cause there's this backwards ass mentality of like We don't need to actually put any effort or care about anything. So... You ever watch, like, Kitchen uh, Nightmares or, like, uh... I'm not a big fan of Kitchen Nightmares, but what's the other one? The one that I've actually seen a bunch of episodes of, and now I can't fucking think of it. Uh, Gail Kim's
1: husband? Uh, Robert or Ryan, I don't know what show he does.
2: Uh... The Iron Chef? Restaurant Impossible. That's the name of it, I think. I like that one better. But like
0: that one at any of the shows like that where it's like, Hey, I used to have this uh restaurant and then I stopped actually making food taste good and now people don't come to my restaurant anymore and all I'm doing is microwaving leftovers. <laughs> it's like, well, maybe they'd go to your restaurant if you, you know, make shit good.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: if you don't put any effort into something and it shows, then people don't try to be the same value to it. It's just the way that it is. And if Karrion Cross comes up to the main roster and they take Scarlet out and they take the entrance out and he just seems like dude, then when he doesn't get the same pop, then they're going to go under what
1: happened. And it'll be like, well, maybe because he took away all the things that are interesting about him. I mean, Adam Cole literally just gave him a tongue lashing. Not that long ago, about they've given you all these things to make you look special. And they go on main event and literally strip all that away. And it's like, oh shit, he doesn't look special. Yeah.
0: Imagine if The Undertaker would have been doing the Undertaker gimmick in NXT. And then they bring him up to the main roster and they call him Undertaker Mark Calloway. And he comes out as the version of The Undertaker that was like a couple years into American Badass. Yeah. And then they end up going, How come this guy is not over? And it's like, yeah, because he was a dead man in the other one, and then in this one, he's Guy. <laughs> yeah. I get it. You can deal with Bronson Reed. He is just Bronson Reed, but you should still have the thing where you shake the camera when he stomps. Because that's yeah, character. I work. thought
1: Bronson Reed was better off on uh main event than carrying cross. But come on, like Karen Cross deserves better. For a company that tells everybody that
0: they're above the pro wrestling stuff and that they tell stories, they don't like character and they don't like telling stories.
1: <laughs> Imagine that
0: they want their, their idea of telling a story is to say that it's long-term storytelling and to just have somebody copy and paste the same match it out. What's the story of uh, Cesaro and Seth Rollins?
1: So, get this. Seth Rollins laughed. Yeah.
0: Cesaro said, I'm gonna fight you in a match. And he did. And Seth said, I'm mad you won. And then he beat him. Why is Bailey still fighting Bianca Belair? Because
2: there's Cause nobody she, else. Because she laughed. Their storytelling
1: nobody. right now for two of the things on there is the other one laughs. <laughs> So I'll say this: I don't like <laughs> Bianca doing the whole. She's a bully, I know, mean, but she's a Bailey, and a, I mean a bully. And like, uh, just come on, she needs to come be on. Bailey, right? <laughs> Stop
2: it right there.
1: <laughs> uh anything else happened? Uh, Edge came back. Edge came back. That was awesome. As, when wrestlers who. Carry themselves with presence, And yeah, there's a little bias here. Because I love Edge. But when wrestlers carry themselves with presence, It's amazing. It's amazing how like. Genuine it feels. And Edge came back. And he beat the crap out of Roman. It was great. Paul Heyman was talking so much. In that segment. That I thought he was going to go. There's nobody left. Except Brock. Because he was talking more than he usually does for the Roman segments. But no, Edge came back. I thought it was great. Five stars. Give me that. Give me that all time. I
2: would go that far.
0: <laughs> but hey, Edge versus Roman Reigns. That money in the bank.
1: I hate the match that we were supposed to get at WrestleMania.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense to do it in front of the crowd. It makes sense to give him an opponent that seems like it's a big deal because it is a big deal because it's Edge and he needs not wrestle that much. So there's not many people left. You know it's a repeat, sure, but hey, look, would you rather have that, or would you rather have out of nowhere uh Chad Gable wins, and you know he's not going to
2: beat Roman? I love Chad Gable, but look, it's just the reality of the situation, so yeah, you know, yep, thumbs up, and who knows what's going to happen next week? We know that we're going to get some
0: more qualifying matches. We know that we're going to find out some more about the future of some of these people. I'm hoping of the releases, maybe some people start doing some interviews or maybe they pop up somewhere, whatever it might be. I don't know. And we're going to get more TV stuff. So we'll definitely talk about that when it comes to the next hot tags, but that's it for these hot tags. Anything else coming on that I, uh, I'm skipping out on, right? I don't think so.
1: Uh, nope. That's, that's it.
0: So as I mentioned before, drop your comments below. Tell us your thoughts on all these different kinds of topics. Where would you like to see these people go in the future if you had any ability to like pinpoint them? Uh, I think you should go to AEW, and I think you should go here and that kind of thing. What do you think about Ruby Soho? What do you think about the inspiration? You rooting for Laura Sullivan in a boxing fight? You happy about Peacock going to Amazon Fire TV and everything? What do you think? Yes, about we happy about and, the
1: bare minimum from Peacock.
0: You know. Whatever those kind of stories are, we want to know what you guys have to say about it. So by all means, drop your comments, send a tweets, post something on the page on com. Stay tuned, stay checking things, because there's plenty of other stuff coming your way from SmartCow Moment and FanBoy's Anonymous from different things here. And if you want to follow what we've got going on individually, I am at Tony Mango on the socials. I got the EWN stuff, I got the bleach report stuff. You know, click around, see what's happening. Check out what Rob's got going on as well.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm at DudeFelice on the socials. I am working on the Twitch. I'm on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on the TikTok. Please don't follow me. I'll never post anything. You know, I'm, I'm on every platform you could possibly be on. Check out Fightful. Check out Fightful Select. Sean Rusev. Listen, I I don't ever brag about this man, but he works very hard especially on shitty days like today. And people tend to think that he gleefully reports these releases, which is just egregious bullshit. Nobody's ever happy to report these things. If you check, you see that
0: there's always a tweet about, hopefully these releases aren't true and stuff. Right.
1: And, I think people are assholes and people have forgotten that the media's job is to not hold your hand and make it seem like it's okay. Media's job is to just tell the news. Even I forget that sometimes, you know, and... Even the news forgets that. <laughs> I know, and it's amazing. And I just, I want to commend Sean Rossab because he really does work hard. So check out Fightful Select, check out com. Check out WrestleZone because Bill Pritchard and the team there work very hard as well. And I'll see you guys in the next one.
0: I want to. Uh, I have it in my head now with that Tino Sabatelli and Sabatino Pescatelli thing. Now it's a Ross Sabatelli <laughs> kind of thing
1: or something. Santa <laughs> <laughs> uh, So that's the end of this. Check out week. our Luca review. Yeah, check we, out Luca. We watched Luca together, and it was fun and i've watched it again and it's that's an interesting pixar movie but yeah check out the watch along we did
0: then we got that we got batman along long halloween Whew. which man i caught myself yesterday going wait that comes out like tomorrow right part two and then i'm like no fuck it's like next month <laughs> but yeah i can't wait for oh, that so good um We do have more things, of course, on the Bond side of things coming on uh, Fanboys Anonymous. And we have more stuff coming your way, of course, for a smart moment, because it's not like this is the end of everything. But we are heading into episode 500 of this. And of course, we've done way more than 500 episodes because we don't do one episode a week. We do anywhere between two to eight episodes a week. (laughs) So we're on, I don't know, there's like something like 3000 channel uh, videos or something, but yeah, fundamentally on week 500 is what we can call it. We're going to do that next week. And the game plan for right now, and it seems like it's probably going to stick to this, is that we are going to go back in time and we are going to fix all the timeline problems. And then you're going to have to be thankful for us because we're going to do it for whatever it takes, just like the Avengers. Uh, we will go back in time and talk about the roster from when we started Smack talk and just how things played out and kind of where we see some things going on in the future. We're going to give some predictions of where we expect the roster that's going on right now to go like kind of one of those things where, you know, maybe from five years from now, if we're still doing this and everything's going on, maybe we go, Hey, you know, it's kind of funny. We thought that this person was going to be a main eventer and they ended up being, you know, released a week later. And we thought that this person wasn't going to pan out and ended up will be in the next Stone Cold Steve Austin or, you know, that kind of thing. I'm going to go back and check out that previous episode and see what my old thoughts were. And if there's anything interesting on that, um, that's coming your way. And then of course, later on, once we get down through the next couple of weeks, we got some other stuff happening with the mailbag. We got the, uh, tournament that we're going to start. We're eventually going to get into money in the bank stuff. So stay tuned, subscribe, follow, like, share, keep watching, drop your comments
1: and be safe. We'll Stay you healthy, be good. You know, like be happy, guys. Life is short. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy.
0: Pretty sure there's a song about it.
2: Yeah, maybe
0: it's called "All Landsang." <laughs> 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 there's not many jokes that work as well as the. Uh, there's this bus, and it's got to go a certain speed. And if its speed doesn't slow down, then you know, whatever. I think it's called The Bust That Couldn't Slow Down. (laughs) There's not many jokes that are better than that. So, Naturally biting off of that. Anyway, we've done enough Simpsons references. Thank you for listening to this, everybody. We will see you next time. But for now, this has been another Smart Out Moment. And we're
2: being counted out.